and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my cartoon compatriot, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And it's been a while, but we're back in style. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, we've, we've been away for a couple of weeks. i um, really sorry about that, guys. I know usually um, our regular listeners are used to getting this episode, uh, getting this podcast, sorry, once a fortnight. But um, yeah, life and shit uh, yeah. kind of got in the way, um, as you may know if you've listened to Game of Moans, which we started back up last week. So we are back. We are going to be back on schedule from here on out every two weeks. Um, we've got some good stuff coming up for you, but we're going to kick it off this week with Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, primarily, I guess the eighties slash nineties Alvin and the Chipmunks. Although yeah. we'll touch on the other iterations as well, uh, of which yeah. there are fucking millions. Which I yeah, I hadn't realized how many there were. I mean, I knew there was a, I knew there was a new one, um, but then looking back through it, there's like five or six different fucking versions. Yeah, I mean, I knew about the original Chipmunks, which was like more records and stuff. I knew about the 80s and 90s Chipmunks, which is the one I remember. And I knew about like the Jason Lee movies in the, I guess that was also the 90s, was it? No, that was the the odds. Yeah, that was, um, I think, 2004, 2005, something like that. I was definitely old enough to know better when I watched that film. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nostalgia will do a lot, though, won't it? (laughs) (laughs) Certainly will. Yeah, but I mean, you know, first and foremost, I think that that says something about this franchise. I mean, there, obviously, this show is fueled by nostalgia, but I think there are very few shows that we can say have been around what seven, well, nearly seventy years, I guess. Then, you know, most of the shows we look at are kind of eighties or nineties. We, we've yeah. done a few. I mean, the original well, but... list was sixty-one, and I think the records were like the late fifties, like fifty-seven, fifty-eight. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, you know, most of the stuff we look at is 30 slash 40 years old. Yeah, um, which so, makes us feel old enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is this this is a stretch. You know, I, I think there's very few cartoon franchises that you can honestly say have lasted this long. I mean, there's, there's this, there's obviously the Flintstones and Scooby-Doo and actually most of the Hanna-Barbera stuff, um, which yeah. it's very easy to confuse this with. Um, they look very similar. Yeah. Um, a very similar and sort of humour as well. They are, they are, which we'll we'll come on to. Yeah, this this is very reminiscent of that, I think. Um, but you know, other than that, most of the things we look at, they're not this old, and they haven't endured this well. I mean, fuck, some of the stuff we talk about, you you barely even remember um, because it's from <laughs> sort of the early eighties, and it was a part of my childhood. So that tells you how well they endured. Uh, it's just that I'm really quite sad when it comes to this stuff, but. <laughs> Yeah, this has been around for a fucking long time and continues to be reinvented. So yeah. there's obviously something appealing about these characters and in the format. Um, there's there's something in here that has, has just led to generations loving this. So that's not to be underestimated to begin with. Yeah, I mean, we had an issue, uh, not an issue, uh, an incident a couple of weeks ago. Um, I said we've been in, do- in lockdown for about 40 million fucking years now. Um, and the kids were flicking through Netflix and the stuff they've been watching for ages, they've watched so many times, they've run out of episodes two or three times, and now they're going, oh, well, fuck, I want to find something else. And they were flicking through, and one of them put out, put the, the, the new version on. I said, oh, fuck, they've remade it. What do you mean remade it? So, well, I used to watch this when I was when I was little, I of your age. No, this is new. I said, yeah, no, it's, it's a new version, but it's the same fucking show. And then they were asking me, they were asking me who people were. I said, well, that's Alvin, that's Simon, that's Theodore, that's Dave. Uh, how do you know that? Because this thing's been around since fucking God was a boy. Yeah. Um, and it's it's something, and it's quite rare that you see, even though with remakes now, it's very, diffi- it's very difficult because there's, there's, there's so much saturation of stuff on things like Netflix. It's difficult to find the older stuff. So I, I really struggled to find episodes to show them. In the end, I've, I've managed to find some on YouTube, um, including one I really wish I hadn't showed them, which I'll come on to in a bit. Oh, I, I already know the one. <laughs> it's legendary. Um, yeah. We, we'll talk about it, but yeah, fucking hell. Um, um, but yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, it was quite funny. And obviously, that, you know, the kids were in you know, slight disbelief that you know, I'm far older than I wish to be. Um, but yeah, I, was, I knew about this, this show that they were watching, and it's, it's brand, like, brand new for them. Um, so yeah, it's quite interesting. I mean, I've not watched any of the new one. The horrendous, scary CGI. Um, they suck balls and asshole. 
yeah, I mean, it, it puts me right off. Um, actually, we just need to clarify, like, it wouldn't surprise me, given some of the places this franchise has been, if they did suck balls and asshole. So we should probably <laughs> clarify that you're joking. Uh, yeah, it, uh, yes, I'm, I'm using it as a turn of phrase, but there may well be pornographic versions because fuck, there's porn of everything nowadays. Uh, plus, this this is a franchise that, I mean, we quite often look for look for innuendo and things in these shows where, I mean, oh, sometimes yeah. it's obvious, sometimes it's not, but this fucking thing seriously um but yeah i haven't watched it just that cgi i find incredibly off-putting it doesn't it look is, like it's particularly well done and it looks to be frank quite scary it is yeah. and if you look at all um, if you google um Alan the Jerk Monks and and you get you get screenshots from the new one and it's all them pulling like scared faces and like menacing faces and shit and it looks terrifying for the wrong reasons it looks that things aren't in proportion um and one of them looks like i can't remember which one it was but one of them looks at like the side of the face has drooped like they were some sort of palsy um, and yeah it's just really not good yeah so i'm glad i gave that a miss um i've i've only rewatched the 80s and 90s version that's the only one i've dipped into for yeah. this i've not gone back and watched the film because once was enough um <laughs> I, i've not seen any of the squeakquels no I, I hate myself for even like using that phrase um so i, I went back to the 80s and 90s now I remember loving this as a kid. Um, yes. I really did love Alvin and the Chipmunks, um, especially as we got towards the end and they started, they, they were doing like movie parodies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like the became, last season or so, wasn't it? I, I don't know. I know it was kind of, I, I, I was a bit older. I know that much, but it became very Muppet Babies-esque um, yeah. at one point where they would do entire episodes on on sort of uh, singular films and franchises, whereas the, the stuff that I remember from earlier was that kind of classic two stories and episode format kind of chopped yes. up. Yeah. Um, and even that I, I really, really liked. Um, I, it is, you know, it'll be no surprise to any regular listeners on this network to learn that I love a musical. Um, so, you know, this, this had everything, it had comedy, it had music, it had anthropomorphic animals making blowjob jokes. I mean, what, <laughs> What more could a young boy want from a series, really? Um, Yeah, the blowjob thing. Just keep your eye on Twitter. We'll we'll throw some shit up. But even the fucking episode titles in this are all kinds of wrong. Yes. I've got a list here somewhere. Um, Yeah. I mean, there there is literally one called The Blowjob. Um, Yeah. yeah, like you've got. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to find some bizarre ones now. But yeah, you've, you've got that one. Um, there's the lesser-known snowdrop. Um, okay. And then you've got. Uh, um, Don't be a idiot. Uh, fucking. It's they've just gone for the stupid puns all over the place, really. Yeah, apart from blowjob, which they, they, like yeah. I can't believe they they're that blatant about it. Um, <laughs> but there you go. So anyway, yeah, I did. I did love this show. I was a little bit nervous about rewatching um, a couple of reasons. Um, one, uh, not to bring the show down too much, but one is that I'm just not really in a place right now where yeah, I that makes sense. I, I'm in a mood for this. Um, but nevertheless, I was really keen to get back to the podcast, so I wanted to get started. Um, so there was that, and then also like that fucking film is horrible. Um, yes, and that's the most recent Chipmunks thing I've seen. I've, I've, it. it you know, I've not seen anything Chipmunk since because that was so fucking bad. It kind of soured me on the franchise. So I was a little nervous um, because I was relatively young when this was airing as well. I mean, I remember watching this when I was like five, six. So mm. I was a little bit nervous that maybe the, the film was accurate and, and it was going to suck balls, as you said. Um, I was a little bit nervous, as I said, that I just wouldn't be in the mood for it, particularly because it's kind of zany slapstick capers. Um, yeah. Turns out it's actually very good so i'm quite happy that, that i rewatched it and it's actually made me sort of um just put things aside for a little while for you know 20 minutes half hour at a clip while yeah. i'm while i'm watching them so yeah right off the bat then not to bury the lead i was i was very pleasantly surprised by it it's a strange fish um it's a very strange fish as i say there are um some very adult themes in some of the episodes there are some very adult jokes in some of the episodes some of and it's pretty fucking just, dark as well yes and it's really dark and when i say adult jokes i don't just mean that they're rude i mean there are jokes that will clearly fly over the head of children they're very dated now yeah um, but there are references to 
politicians and celebrities and all sorts of things and it and it kind of just skews slightly closer towards something like the muppets at times in its tone yes um, especially with the showbiz background and stuff like that as well look it's not the muppets there is only one muppets like that is a very favorable comparison okay yeah. but it, you know that is in there for for sort of if, if you look for it and yes yeah, some of those jokes are still i mean i have laughed out loud quite a few times watching the episodes that i've watched and i've seen maybe seven or eight um over the course of the last couple of days and yeah. most of them have elicited a laugh from me at some point that yeah, I think that's says fair. a lot yeah to be yeah i mean i i've watched probably half a dozen um again just time being a bit of a, a bitch at the moment um let's say homeschooling and homeworking and you know, not leaving the house and not murdering the family it's quite a, you know, it's, it's it's all encompassing so finding time to watch cartoons is quite difficult um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. There's there's some, there's at least sort of two or three points in every episode where you do just have a little guffaw or a sort of chortle with that. You know, in spite of yourself, almost you're sort of sitting there watching, going, "Oh yeah, this is going to be shit. Oh yeah, I know. I, I can see what's coming a mile off." And then it, it it happens, and you still can't help but laugh. And it, it's quite a nice, uh, quite a nice feeling. Yeah, I mean, there's that to it. It is. Um, I think uh, I'm sure we'll get into this as we talk more about the show. But I think the writing in this is exceptionally good for what it is. Um, yeah, and I was surprised I think... by that. I don't remember it being uh, being particularly funny. Um, like I rem- being a, a child, I will have remembered bits of it being funny because it would appeal to kids. But I mean, they re- they reran it on BBC Two. I think I'd have been about twelve or thirteen, um, and I used to watch it before uh, before leaving for school, um, just because the news was boring and you know, it pissed my brother off because he wanted to watch like you know, football reruns or something. Um, so it was just something you know, something to put on. But I don't remember it being particularly clever. But having gone back to it now, there there are bits that I certainly didn't remember. There's certainly an element to it which I didn't pick up on, which I really wish I had. Yeah, the, I mean the gags are funny, um, but also just on a on a base level, like yeah, you're right. Every time an episode starts, you kind of do an eye roll because this is that kind of animated sitcom format, you know, yeah. and and the stories are very predictable. Um, but they have because there's like two stories in an episode, they have like ten. 12 13 minutes whatever it is yeah to tell this 12. story 12 there you go to tell this story and those writers are fucking whip smart like seriously somebody sit them down with the game of thrones team please um <laughs> because like their ability to tell a clear concise story inside of 10 minutes where every character has a meaningful arc and the and, and still make the gags funny mm. is is pretty fucking clever and and i mean most of the time that is the case like some of the episodes are just slapstick knockabout fun and and that's cool that's okay but there are episodes in fact most episodes there's some sort of moral lesson because it's one of those kind of shows so alvin has to learn not to be a dick again because he's always being a dick well Um, i think i think that's the case in like 100 of 102 episodes or something like that yeah alvin is always being a cut yeah, but there's that kind of progressive arc for him where it's like this week he'll learn not to fire his mouth off. This week he'll learn not to be spiteful. This week he'll learn. So it's got that to it. Yeah. Um, but as I say, their ability to frame that within and, and they are ludicrous, cliched stories. You know, you'll get the standard. Here's a mistaken identity story. And here's a story where we're on a bank robbery or here's a story where. I, I don't know whatever somebody's going to come and take the kids off day or well, whatever it is like they, it's standard fear. Yeah. Um, but, you know, inside of 10 minutes, it would be very easy to just turn it into a mess and, and a mess of gags at that. Um, but they don't. And the gags, the reason we laugh and the reason the gags are funny is because they work in the case of the narrative. Yeah. So the visual gags, the slapstick is very well executed. The animation is passable. It's not great. But it's okay, and we have Again, to remember it, the early eighties. For, for its time, it's not bad actually. I mean, we've we've yeah. seen worse more recently. Oh yeah, definitely. It's you know, it's it's of a standard. I think the voice acting is superb, albeit speeded up. But yeah. that combined with the writing, which, like I said, yes, it's basic. You know, there's a lot of talking in exposition. Yeah. But because it's only ten minutes, that exposition is scant. So it literally is a character just like generally Simon just giving you the fucking guffaw and just. Yeah off you go like this is this is all the bollocks you need to know and now for the next eight nine minutes we'll just pratfall and make fools of ourselves and sing some songs and and then tie it all up again at the end that's fine that functions that's all it needs to do and like i say for 10 minutes that's pretty impressive i mean you know as people that have made 
I don't even know how many short films ourselves at this point. We've made a lot. Um, the writing process is grueling because yeah. you, you will inevitably start with a story that's at least 30, 40 pages long. And then you have to shave it and shave it and shave it and shave it until all you have left is bare bones. And they're doing that on a weekly basis. Um, mm. I was really impressed with the quality of the writing and especially for what it needs to be. Let's be fair, when this was rebooted, it already had a brand name. Like, yeah, the Chipmunks were in the 50s, 60s, but they had some like serious fucking hit records. Like, they, their Christmas record is one that I remember particularly well, and that still mm. kicks around every fucking Christmas if you know yeah. where to look for it. So well, it's not like it wouldn't have known who they were. You know, this was obviously going to hit. So it didn't need this much work, really. But they still yeah. put it in. Well, that was the thing. I mean, you had um, this is the, early, the, the, the records were the late 50s. The, the, the original season, the original series was 61, 62. And then that played for fucking ever. I mean, that was on TV for bastard in years. And then it probably went away for a couple of maybe a decade and then came back with it with this iteration. Um, and then does it this ran for what, eight, nine years, then again was in syndication until the mid 2000s. Then we had the film and then we went into the CGI shit. Um, so, I mean, this it's never really gone away. It's always been around. Yeah. And like I, I think said, that brand recognition is there. Yeah. So and that's it. I mean, the fact that they no, they, I think they pulled up, was it three or four movies out of the um, the sort of the, the partly animated, partly live action version Like they started with. I don't think Jason Lee was in all of them. I know he was in the first one. Um, but yeah, like, no, they they pulled like four movies out of that, and then they went into full CGI. And now they're doing, I think they're they're still making it now. And then there's they've got no, sort of straight to Netflix movies as well. So I mean, no, this this motherfucker shows no sign of slowing down. No, um, I don't know how good the writing is on the newer ones. I suspect from what you've said, not very good. But not certainly, surprised. certainly in this iteration, that was the thing that stood out to me straight away. Was like the writing is good. And the voice acting together with the writing really, really sells this thing. Like I said, there's a lot of exposition to handle, which they do quite well. Um, yeah. The gags all land and the timing is just spot on every time when it's a vocal yeah. gag. The delivery is always spot on. Um, the visual stuff is like it's it's business. It's falling downstairs. It's cream pies to the face. It's all that shit. Yeah. Um, as long as the situation is right and it's played off right, it's never not going to be funny because we're conditioned to find that funny. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so all of that works. Um, it is a fucking strange show, though, isn't it? Yes, it's fucking bizarre. Um, I mean, I said I, I, well, I didn't allude to it. I said it. It's the premise is fucking dark, and I didn't remember this at all. It was only um, through doing some research earlier on today that um, I've, I've seen the clip where. Their mother abandons them on Dave's doorstep. Yeah, because they're starving. They, um, she can't afford to feed them, yeah. can she? So yeah, she abandons them on the doorstep. Like she pops up every now and again. Um, I vaguely remember. Um, but yeah, so leaves them. So they're, they're starving. She can't afford to feed. Them, so she leaves them on the doorstep of a of a no, looks like a struggling musician, which obviously that's going to go well. Um, there is a reason for that, though, isn't there? Because I, I I did sort of. I can't remember off the top of my head. I I'm sure I remember there being a thing of like. I don't know, but I'm sure she lived like in a tree or in a forest or something close to them. And like Dave would go out and feed them or something. Or like she, there was a reason. It wasn't just that, oh, here's some rando's house. I'm well, going to leave them with him. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, fine. But yeah. like, there was a reason why it was Dave. Yeah. But but then you, you get into it and obviously, you know, they're, they're there. You know, they're, they're clumsy. They're boisterous. They're unbunctious. They break shit. And you've got Dave's landlord threatening to kill them. And then. Right. They, Dave manages to find out they've got some musical talent, so really fucking you know, milks that proper Macaulay Culkin shit and uses that to then move them into a bigger house. No, uses the money from that to move them into a bigger house. Well, he's kind of living vicariously through them, isn't he? Yeah, because exactly. he's a struggling musician himself. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they churn sudden... out fucking hit records every two minutes, so that, that doesn't hurt. Yeah, all of a sudden he becomes like their manager as well as their kind of guardian. Karen. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like owner? I mean, they're pets, <laughs> well, that's it, right? Yeah. Well, this is it. I don't know. It's it's, it's it's where do they where do they they fall into it? Um. So yes, I mean that's that's fairly um that's fairly dark anyway. Um. And then the episode um that it's it's legendary. Um. I I had heard of it. I hadn't seen it. I didn't know what it was called. So when it popped up on YouTube, I we just let it play on play you're, next. You're going for the cat episode here, aren't you? Oh fuck yes. Okay, listeners, they were right. 
<laughs> we'll get into it. But this is legendary. Just internet search it. Just yeah, internet it's search called, Alvin it's Chipmunks. Cookie Chomper 3. Cookie, Chomper. Cookie Chomper the third. Um, uh, which Cookie in Chomper. itself sounds a bit like a porn film. Um, well, yeah. And the, I mean, the episode, it's again, it's so fucking sinister. Dark I mean, as fuck. It, it's, <laughs> it, starts, it starts off, right? And you, you hear all these things where you have, you know, school shooters and shit like that that they used to you know, they used to pull the wings off birds and they used to you know, torment small animals and shit like this this starts with alvin d- dive bombing off the sofa and like pile driving theodore's pet fucking dinosaur like he's you no know, his toy dinosaur and then sp- he spends a good two minutes trying to strangle it while theodore is getting upset and trying to get it back so that that's a good fucking start you've got alvin being I a mean, complete... I'm okay with that that's business as usual like yeah in, yeah, in but retrospect he's a complete cunt nugget but he's always a complete cunt nugget and it's that just in true. retrospect we look back on it now and think oh yeah okay we probably should raise our children better than that because he'll get violent tendencies look i fucking had wrestling buddies when i was a kid you know the little stuff yeah. WWE. i used to beat the fucking shit out of them i think i might have even set one on fire once like <laughs> i'm not an arsonist and i don't wander down the street and beat people up so look, it, this is okay this is boys yeah. being boys i'm I'm okay with that side of it but there yes it has I mean, been I, criticized for that yeah i mean ha- having an older brother i know i've experienced this many fucking times whereby there's a favorite toy which is going to be flushed down the toilet or it's going to be thrown in the bin or you know, thrown out in the street for a van to run over. It's not, I say it, it is sibling shit, but it's, no, it's still not cool. Um, but on top of that, so you've got those two, those two are fighting and you know, Theodore's trying to get it back and Arvin's being a cock. And then Simon is sat there reading the fucking paper because obviously fucking um, kids, when there's play to go on, sit there reading the bastard newspaper. And he doesn't want to know any of it. And then Dave rings and says, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm working. So, you know, I, I'll be home in a couple of hours. So, Simon, you're in charge. Now, Simon is, if he's if he's the oldest, it's you know, a matter of fucking minutes. You know, it's not as yeah, if... I think triplets, isn't that yeah, the whole point? Yeah, it's not as if he's he's a year or so older and all, or whatever else, and he's going to be you know, able to control them. He's it's just because he's the most level-headed, though, isn't it? Because But he's also Theodore's, a fucking Theodore's a bit he, dim and Alvin's a cunt. So. Yeah, but he, Simon's, also, Simon's also a cock because he, he then tries to use this situation to assert his dominance over the other two i'm in charge i know I, i'm in charge i can do this i can do this. you can't do this you can't tell me what to do because i'm in charge dave left me in charge well fuck you mate so, so you get that and that really fucked me off and then alvin starts so he tries to put them to bed um and this it, this is where it gets really fucking creepy for me you've got alvin starts calling him daddy I don't remember that. I haven't rewatched this episode. But, I just know of it. So, um, yeah. So Alvin starts calling him daddy. And he's trying to wind Theodore up. So he's, he's telling a ghost story. Um, and it's hang, about, on, hang on. We've got to pause. We've got to pause. I, I'm having trouble getting past this. He starts calling him daddy. Yeah. Like actually he, calling him daddy. Yeah. He, he starts calling Simon. He, 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 he says, oh, well, no, you're our dad, aren't you? Because, you know, so you're, you're in charge. And then when he says, and he, he puts this really fucking weird falsetto voice on and says, and the line is something. Oh, tell me, Daddy, what would happen if a if a monster came and he had suction cups for fingers and could do this, that, and the other? Oh my god! And, oh, it's fucking horrible, and it's really, really creepy. And then so he he then goes back into full cock mode and he starts telling this ghost story, you know, making noises to you know to, to suggest to Theodore that there's something in the wall and all the rest of it. And Simon just can fucking completely loses control of it because he's fucking useless. Um, and then all of a sudden. Alvin stops making the noises and they carry on. There's still a knocking in the wall and there's a bit of scraping, a bit of scratching. He's just having a wank under the duvet, isn't he? Well, yeah, you, you think so. Um, but yeah, so you, you get this. And then, so again, they, they, they all freak out because you know, it's none of them making the noise. Now, again, at this point, I wouldn't fucking trust it to not be Alvin. Even though he said it's not him, I wouldn't fucking trust him as far as I can I wouldn't throw. trust Alvin to do anything. He's a fuckwit. Yeah, so... All of a sudden, they all start freaking out. Now, Simon and Alvin leg it through the door, slam it behind them, and lock Theodore in, potentially with a fucking ghost. Nice. <laughs> so, so you get this, and then they're all freaking out, and then they, no, everything comes I don't down. remember any of this. I just oh, remember the fucking cat. <laughs> it's, it's only because I've, I've, I've watched it, and I've been reading about it today. Um, so they go back in, and no, Theodore's found out what the source of noise is. It's this really sweet, adorable little grey fucking kitten. Um, and he's playing with it and all the rest of it. And then um, they've got to hide it from Dave because Dave is definitely allergic to cats. So you hope there's lots of fucking EpiPens everywhere. Um, so they, they, they adopt this cat and then they're making it do all the chores. And so when they're doing the dishes, the cat is licking them clean and shit like that. Um, and Alvin 
is determined to call it like Crusher or something like that. He wants no, he he, he wants it to go a really fucking menacing name, and Theodore wants it to have a really sweet, um, a really not so nice sweet name. And so Simon comes up with a compromise of calling it Cookie Chomper the Third. Now I'm fairly sure there needs to be a Cookie Chomper and a Cookie Chomper Junior before you can have a third. Um, I mean, it's a pet. So I mean, I mean gen- generational naming. It's it's a thing. Um, we've just inherited another cat, and I've instantly decided to prefix her name with Lady. Um, I, I mean, I, she's not a lady, but I can do that because she's a cat. So yeah, that's true. But I mean, I yeah, do that. It, it's just it, again, it just struck me as a bit fucking weird. And the fact that um, si- si- again, Simon comes in and asserts control goes, well, you're not getting what you want. You're not getting what you want. But we'll all have, we'll all have something. So he kind of he kind of neutralizes the situation, and then they start hiding it. No, hiding it from Dave. Um, so he comes in, and some Theodore's got it hidden up his fucking jumper. And they're doing a Jane Fonda workout, and that's that's why all the random movements of the cat trying to escape his shirt. I mean, that's why he's doing all this fucking you know, weird shit. So, so you get that, and then Dave has a date uh, with some blonde bird whose name I can't remember. Um, and the cat gets out, hijinks ensue, and then um, they they find out about the cat. Now, rather than Dave saying, "No, I'm allergic to cats," fuck it off. His girlfriend convinces him, or his date convinces him to keep it because it's adorable. Now, if he's fucking allergic to cats, I'm sorry, you don't keep the bastard thing. You can't get out. Well, I mean, depends how long it's been, really. Um, you know, he could but, be around for a little while, couldn't it? And then he could get rid of the cat. Yeah, just saying. But, yeah, but you know, so yeah, so we we get that, and then you know, the uh, so they keep the cat, and they, you know, they get it a nice collar, and they do all stuff, and you have all these you know, lovely moments where where they're bonding, and there's a there's a, a scene. I don't know what the fucking point of this is, right? They're giving the cat a bath, so it's in the bath with Theodore. And in the background, in th- through the door in the other room, Dave is doing fucking sit-ups on the bed. <laughs> like, seriously, what the fuck is going on at this point? I mean, are they definitely sit-ups? Is the, is the blonde around? To play no, I think he's on his own. He's on his own at this point. Okay. I mean, uh, the, the biggest yeah. problem I'd have with that scene is try putting a cat in a fucking bath. See well, how far yeah, you that's, get. that's it. But you know, you've got Theodore snuggling like a fucking baby and all the rest of it. Yeah, and see how far you get. You put a cat near water and see what happens. You won't have a fucking face left, I, I guarantee you. Your, your nose is on the other side of the fucking room. Yeah. But it was all right because it was a cartoon one, so it all fucking bubbles in its hair and it was all pretty and they put a bow on it and shit and it was all lovely. And then the kind of thing is run over. This, that's the bit I remember. Like, <laughs> it, it, it runs off and gets it's hit by a car. And yeah, it's I mean, like, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't it's like, get I, like It's horrible. Yeah, I can't fucking believe it. And and like I say, this is legendary, this episode, because it's so fucking out there. It's literally like somebody must have got the sack on the writing team and just gone. Well, it's, it's, based, it's based on the, the creator of um of, of the characters, Ross Bagadasarian Jr. Um, I'm, I apologize if I said that wrong, but it's a fucking long name. Um, <laughs> apparently, he, he and one of the, the other writers, Janice Carmen, they had um, they had a dog which was run over by run over and killed. So it was based on that. And I, I get it. It's the sort of thing the kids go through that you no know, pets do die. And shit. That's what, I, I get kind of why they did it, but it's just the way they built this episode. They built this cat up to be its whole thing, and it's going to have a happy ever after and all the rest of it. And then bang, car. Sorry for that. I just and it is right up. at the end of the fucking episode as well. Like the thing gets fucking oh, squished, and then they get a puppy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a puppy called Lily. Um, but yeah, no, and it's it, it leads them into a song where they you know they sing about you know, happy memories and shit like that. So I, I kind of get where it's coming from. But it's such a kick in the bollocks. Yeah, it's fucking, it's super dark. I don't remember any of that shit with the ghost. I just, and I say, like, it, this is more that this episode has been written about. And yeah. it's, yeah, like, I, I know of it. I'm sure I did see it, but I know what happens in it. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, was, I was aware, I, I remember being made aware of, I remember reading about an episode when, when a cat died. And I remember, so I knew that. And then when I, when I started this episode, I didn't even fucking twig. So I saw the name and didn't read them, didn't mean anything. And then, yeah, I was like halfway through, I was like, oh, shit. I really don't want the kids to be seeing this, but I can't be turning off now without explaining why. Um, yeah, it, it is. But there is tons of shit like that. That is probably the most extreme example. But there is tons of shit like that throughout this show. There is stuff going on in this shit. Like, even the whole premise itself, like you say, is, is pretty dark. Like, these fucking things get abandoned. And then we learn there's another three that have been abandoned on the other side of the fucking world as well, because there's yeah. the chipettes. Um, who look way more human than the chipmunks? Yeah, and um, in, in the new one, it's even more so. It's fucking because they they they've made the the mid albums open Theodore look more human anyway. And then with the chipettes, they've kind of gone. Well, this is the model we have to start with, so now we have to bone them off and make them a bit wrong, make them a bit more whatever. And it just 
Say it. Say it. Say it because I'm going to. Um, I haven't seen what the models are like in the new one, but certainly in the old one, they are weirdly sexualized for both little girls and animals. Like, they are weirdly sexualized. There's some weird Brittany in particular. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, Alvin, Simon, and Theodore basically wear fucking smocks, right? Yeah. Yeah, Because they're like, Yes, they're anthropomorphic and stuff, but they are acknowledged essentially as being, they are animals, so they yes. wear, like, a funny animal costume. They wear a smock yeah. and a fucking cap. Yeah. Like, they don't, they don't get to wear big boy clothes. Um, but the girls are, like, into fashion and stuff, which, you know, there's some problematic gender politics there to begin with anyway. Yes. But, like, putting actual outfits on them then, you know, it's the 80s, so they're in, like, leg warmers and... Yeah, things like that, and you know they got big hair up in bunches and things. It's just, it's fucking weird. Really. Yeah, it is. And then in a couple of the episodes I've seen as well, like they end up, all of them end up going to the same school through turn of circumstance. The chipettes yeah. end up moving and in with them and what have you as well. Um, no one in that school says fucking anything about the fact that there are six almost human-sized chipmunks. Yeah. Like they're like they're almost as big as the regular kids, just chilling in the school, speaking English, you know. Yeah, obviously, and why not? Just yeah, it, like what the fuck is that about? Because there are no other animals, as far as I can remember, that we ever see that no, get to remember. And sing and dance. So there's something fucking like these are either like alien chipmunks or like it, it can't just be that Dave taught them to fucking speak English because their bodies don't work that way. Like, they don't have the fucking vocal cords to do it. Yeah, it would be a really fucking boring cartoon if they didn't talk. Um, I don't know. I mean, Chip and Dale don't really talk, not until Rescue Rangers, anyway. Yeah, but I mean, but that would be the problem, is if if you made... You'd have to make it more zany and madcap like you had in Chip and Dale, um, when they appeared and stuff, and then you've just got a rip-off. Yeah, I guess. And Uh, we we all know that uh, Hollywood's above rip-offs. Oh, yeah, totally. This this show didn't rest the entirety of the end of its run on ripping stuff off at all. Absolutely no, not. Parody's fine. Parody's okay. You're all right with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, 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 yeah, there's something weirdly sexualized about the, the chipettes. Um, yes. Not, you know, we're not talking Smurfette level, but no, there's no. something, something's fucking creepy there. And then, like I say, there is innuendo just laced throughout this thing and at some points, it's not even hidden. They're just blatant about it. Um, I, I, you kind of got to respect it for that. Like, oh, you do. It, it, it was, is. Yeah, it was. It was hard on its sleeve. It was very much this is what we are. Fucking take it or leave it. Yeah, like it's got that. Like it's got that animated sitcommy vibe to it. Like I said, but it's it kind of it's pitched more towards children. But there is that stuff in there as well that mum mm. and dad watching can go. Oh yeah, I get it. The kids don't. Yeah. Um, but and you, then, you've got to wonder if, if you're running a writer's room, right? And you're you're making a, sh- a show for kids, and you're trying to get these some little nods and winks in from no, in from mum and dad to uh, have a bit of a laugh at. You're going to be one to put something in that's so fucking. It seems so innocuous to kids, but it's so absolutely filthy that you're almost defying the parents to laugh because yeah. you know if the parents laugh, they're going to have to explain to the kids why they're laughing, and you'd be trying to work in it all sorts of fucking smut just to make yeah. sure that happened. There is some pretty fucking. There's some dodgy stuff in here. Yeah. Um, as I say, just the, even just the situation itself is a bit weird. Um, but I, I mean, even like I've got this. Im- I, I can't remember watching this episode. So I've got this image of Dave doing those fucking sit-ups now as well. And if I'll it's anything, you, like, if it's anything like it is in my head, then fuck me. Um, or, yeah, or don't I'll, I'll please. Think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of things I found. There's, there's some again, there's some really fucking um, bizarre clips on on YouTube, and it's all official stuff. Um, I sent you one earlier with um, with the Boo Beat It, um, which was mm-hmm. done for like their for the 35th anniversary of Alvin the Chipmunks. Right. And okay. I was like, okay. Well, fair enough. But what the fuck is the point? I mean, they had a lot of licensed music in the show as well, though. But yeah. they quite often covered like old. I mean, maybe it was because that stuff was out of copyright. I don't know. They they covered like quite a lot of old kind of rock and roll songs and stuff. Yeah, and that's what you'd expect. I mean, Beat It would have been well, fucking pretty much brand new at that point. Yeah, I guess it would have. Um, but then Michael Jackson's always been an easy target, hasn't he? Well, I don't have a kid, yeah. Well, exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. Um, 
and you get the impression he probably would have quite liked the chipmunks. He certainly sounds like one himself. So well, yeah, that's it. I mean, they, they obviously they they put the um, the false actor on. They sped up the voice and stuff. Where Alvin singing it, but it doesn't sound that fucking different. Yeah, I mean that falsetto effect as well. It's a very basic effect. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's very simple, and it, we all know what it sounds like in song. But the way they managed to utilize it in the show as well, how it's not more annoying than it is, is beyond me. Like, it doesn't affect performance at no, all. No, it doesn't. And I was surprised by that. I mean, I, I didn't realize until I was, I was looking into it, as I said, the last couple of days. And the guy who created the characters and who, um, who did the, the voices, he's the, the original guy who sang the, the Witch Doctor song. And he wanted to basically see, because you know, the effect had been put onto the Witch song. Well, the OE. Yeah. Oh right, okay. Yeah, um, and he wanted to see how that effect worked. If no, if you were to put that on a character and you sing other songs in it, and he put it onto a character and make them sing, and so that's where it originally came from. Um, so when the original Chipmunk stuff was done, that's what it was. It was let's see if we can speed up a whole song, a whole record like this, as opposed to just bits of it. Wow. Okay, so without the Chipmunks, we don't have the cartoonies or whatever they were called. The cartoons, wasn't it? The cartoonies. Oh the fuck yeah, I forgot about that. Cartoonies were the biscuits, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, so they were cartoons, cartoons, cartoons with a K, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And they covered Witch Doctor, didn't they? And it they was horrible. It for, they did. They covered it for the Rugrats um, movie. Oh, Jesus. I didn't realise it was for the Rugrats movie. Look, I wasn't impressed with Rugrats when we watched it. Now I dislike it even more. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I remember the same time. I fucking loved Rugrats. And then the movie came out and shat on it completely. Um, and then going back to it and watching it as somebody in my mid to late thirties, it kind of you know, cemented that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, without um, without Alvin, we don't get that particular abomination. Fuck you, Alvin. <laughs> Always a cunt. Seriously, <laughs> fuck you, Alvin. Um, but yeah, I I kind of get the I, I kind of get the experimentation and I kind of get how it worked because the songs came first, right? If yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, they so, were doing records in like 57, 58, and then the Alvin show, uh, which um, later be called, it became called The Chipmunks, um, that was in 61, 62. Now, that's a weird thing as well, isn't it? I, sorry, I'm about to go off on a totally different tangent now. I'm a bit all over the fucking shop tonight. Um, uh, it was because I was just about to go on about the voice, so remind me and I'll loop back to that. This uh, thing's had several titles as well. Like, I know it as Alvin and the Chipmunks because my iteration is this iteration that we're watching, which was yes. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yes. It did later become the Chipmunks. I do remember that very specifically because I was like, where the fuck's Alvin gone? Maybe he's dead. Brilliant. And then <laughs> he's not. It also um, became Chipmunks got the movies. For that oh, is that season. when they started doing Right. I didn't realize it had a whole different title. I remember them doing it. Yeah, so the... that, it was, it was there like eighth, seventh or eighth season, it was season and they moved it to, uh, they changed it to um, Chipmunks got the movies. Um, um, okay. But yeah, yes. so right. So there's three titles just yeah, in so the I've got it here. So the show aired from '83 to '90 on NBC. Um, the show just uh, The show switched production company to Deek in 1988. The first 11 episodes produced by uh, and were, was renamed the Chipmunk. So it, it went wasn't deeper. originally Deek. I didn't realize. No, that. it was um, Ruby Spears. Oh, okay. Which I, I didn't. I, re- I remember. I recognize the name Ruby Spears. I don't. I think they did. did um, oh, it's. Um, Joe Ruby and Ken Spears, who did um, Scooby Doo Worry. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that. I thought it just, I automatically assumed it was Dick. Um, yeah. Um, can't call it Dick. Can't try to. Try <laughs> to for the sake of professionalism. But well, you're this, the one who normally tells me off for it. I know, but there's still a little 10 year old boy inside me that finds Dick funny. So. Yeah, I want to get that removed. What, the 10 year old boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they um, so when Deke took over, um, they renamed it the Chipmunks because um, obviously, you know, Alvin wasn't testing well. Um, then in '87, well, no first... shit. Maybe that's because he's a cunt. <laughs> well, maybe, and they, they had fucking thirty years to work that one out. Um, mm-hmm. Then they had their during the fifth season, they had their their first animated feature, um, Chipmunk Adventure. Um, and then uh, they so they changed from the Chipmunks to the Chipmunks with the movies for the eighth season. So yeah, they they've had some they've had some names, they've had some iterations. Um, in all of them, Arvin's a cunt. Right. Two things. First of all, really sorry, listeners. This isn't Game of Moans, but I've said cunt a lot tonight. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's been that sort of day for me. It's been that sort of month for me. Yeah. Um, so do apologise um, if this show is slightly more vulgar than you're used to on, yeah, on sorry. SMP. Yeah, sorry about that. We've, we've Only slightly, because yeah. that, yeah. you know. It um, wasn't explicit content. It's down as explicit anyway, so you, can, you know what you're getting. Yeah. And we're, we're 50 plus episodes in, so you definitely know what you're getting anyway. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so there's that. Secondly, th- that I picked up on there, the movie was called The Chipmunk Adventure. So, yeah. Right. What is it with 80s franchises and the word adventure when they just wanted to take something to the cinema? Like, you would just have adventure or caper or crusade, and that would be it. Yeah. You have, like, the great chipmunk adventure or whatever. Like, be more fucking inventive than that, you know? Yeah. At least DuckTales had fucking Treasures of the Lost Lamp. Like, yeah. It just, yeah, that winds me up, that. Everything's an adventure. Fuck off. Um, I, don't, I don't remember the film, to be honest. I, I, I might have to look it up and I'll see what it was about. I don't, forget. I don't remember I don't seeing it. it. Um, as much as I've enjoyed the 10-minute segments that I've watched, I don't know if I can do, like, an hour and change. No, oh, fucking hell, here we go. Um, it follows the chipmunks and the chipettes as they go on a hot air balloon race around the world uh, that is a cover for a diamond smuggling ring. What the fuck? I might be up for that. <laughs> I would, were it not, you know, 78 minutes of fucking Alvin. Ooh, ouch, 78 minutes. Um, the chipmunks in a kind of diamond smuggling adventure... Sounds interesting because uh, that is uh, way over it's... and above the usual kind of mundane story that you get in this show. Like there's been things it, with it counterfeiting it, it... and forgery and stuff like that, yeah. but a full on like global chase movie. It's kind of the Scooby Doo right. effect, isn't it? Like, you know, like Scooby Doo had some. You no, know, they had their very low key mysteries, but then they had some. You no, know, every now and again they'd have their movies which were fucking massive. Yeah, um, and it's it's kind of following that format a format where you go right, we'll do something absolutely outlandish and massive that. You could no. You could have made that film. A, you could have made a live action version of that. It would cost some money, but you could have done that. Or B, you could have made entirely new characters and made a new film out of that. The only reason you slap Alvin on it is because it's a recognised brand, and it yeah. probably suffers for trying to shoehorn fucking Alvin into it. Anything suffers for trying to shoehorn Alvin into it. Has, has Alvin and all the Chipmunks ever met Scooby Doo? I bet they have. Um, Scooby Doo's met look. fucking everyone. Uh, in let's see, in the nineteen ninety special Rocking Through the Decades was produced. That year the Chipmunks teamed up with well known cartoon characters Bugs Bunny, Garfield, uh, and cartoon all stars. So quite probably, yeah. Who are the cartoon all stars? Oh, let's have a look. You've got um Muppets, Hibby Dewey Louie, Winnie the Pooh, uh Smurfs, Garfield, Daffy Duck, Alf. Fucking Alf is in there, man. Well Alf had a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. And Slimer. So it could be any fucker in that, to be honest. Wow. What's that called? Uh, that is called Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. We have to find that. That is like... Financed by Ronald McDonald's children's charity. No. Yeah, I'm going to send you a link now. Oh, my so God. We need to find it. this. <laughs> I will send you a link to it later what on. What a random collection of characters. That's amazing. Like to throw Winnie the Pooh in there. Like Disney had the license at this point for Winnie the Pooh, right? So sure, we're yeah. past the seventies. So well, it was to, it was um, ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. I mean, Disney wouldn't have had ABC at this point, though, would they? Oh, that was ninety one, wasn't that? Yeah. So wow, that's, so that's, that's amazing. Off. In Corey's room, an unseen person steals her piggyback from her dresser. The theft is witnessed by Papa Smurf, who emerges from a Smurf's comic book. Other Smurfs alert the other cartoon characters in the room. So Garfield's a lamp, Alf is a framed picture, Baby Kermit's an alarm clock, Winnie the Pooh. Oh my ball. god, that's so fucking genius. So, uh, there's a, oh, it's, it's, a, it's an after school special about drugs. Oh, well, of course, because yeah. it's, a, it's a special in the fucking 80s slash yeah. 90s. That is so clever, though, to actually, like, yeah. To tie the merchandise in so you can actually sell more merch off the back of it as well. Yeah. yeah. And that brings so, them all together with ah yeah. because oh, they all so they all exist in separate universes, but because the merch is all in our universe, they share it. Oh, it's so fucking clever. There's a yeah, there's a cartoon yeah. multiverse. I love it. Yeah, so, the, so there are ten franchises involved. So you've got Alf, Alvin, uh DuckTales, uh Mickey Mouse and Friends. Oh, so uh, Disney were definitely in on this shit. Yeah, Garfield, um, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Baby Kermit, Baby Piggy, Baby Gonzo, so from Muppet Babies, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, The Real Ghostbusters and Slimer, um, Papa Smurf, Brainy Smurf, Hefty Smurf, uh, and Smurfette's on the cover, but it's not in it, because, you know, marketing. Um, but perversely, Michelangelo is in it, but it's not on the cover. How the fuck do you have a Ninja Turtle in this thing? In fucking 1990. And not have him on the cover. Yeah. But put Smurfette on there for the uh, for the slightly more perverted. That's mental. 
I mean, this, this, yeah. this just sounds like the best episode of Who Wins ever. Like, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it revolves around smoking weed. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Yeah, we'll so, have to track so this down, I think. come to life and it revolves around smoking weed. Who thought? Who'd have thought? This does sound like my teenage years. Um, <laughs> Jesus. I Like, right, we have to find this. Like, this yeah. is it. We need to do a very special episode on this. Uh, right, listeners, if anybody has any leads on finding this motherfucker, hit us up. We we have to find yes. this. This is my new fucking life's goal. I need to see this thing. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see if we can track it down. It's got to be out there somewhere. Yeah, okay, so that sidetracked me completely. Um, <laughs> I was about 20 fucking minutes and change ago. I think I was talking about the... the oh, how voice modulation doesn't affect the performances and that's really fucking impressive um yes i don't know exactly how they've done it i'm sure they had better technology in the 80s and 90s but i would imagine in the 50s it literally was just speeded up yeah and that obviously would affect your performance because you know there is a pitch and a tone to your delivery mm-hmm. um which you could lose very easily just by speeding something up so I don't know how they've done it, whether they got the actors to deliver their lines super slow, but then surely that would... That's for effect performance, isn't that? Delivery, yes, exactly. So I'm very impressed by the performances in this show, is what I'm trying to say. And there is no way that that voice is done naturally. Um, not without the aid of helium or something, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that is bizarre. So I'm just I'm just reading further down the uh, the page, and there's actually some, there's some talk about the mother and why she abandoned them. Uh, so you were right, the... Um... The issue abandoned them was a horrible winter, and all the animals in the forest were forced to leave their homes. She realized they wouldn't survive the journey she brought them with, so decided to leave them with the nice man who was always kind to forest animals. Right. Uh, so, and then, she, and then she told them that when spring comes around, she'll, she'll return to get them, but then she sees how happy they are with Dave and decides they're better off. And there's some proper like, parental abandonment shit going on, because Alvin is really fucking vicious, apparently, and eventually forgives her. Okay, so that's all good. That's all character work. I don't mind yeah. that. What the fuck happened to all the other animals? Did they all get run over too? Like, well, it was, it was a hard winter, and no, I'm, I'm guessing there was some sort of stew involved. Oh Jesus! <laughs> too far, Mark. I don't, I, I don't know. It's, it's fairly dark in keeping with this show, I think. Jesus. Um, Sorry, it's okay. So the chipettes, then they're not from the same forest though, and they just randomly end up in Australia, are they? They just. I don't know. I mean, I. Right, where do chipmunks sure. come from? Are they chipmunks in Australia? I don't think so. I think they're more. I don't think um, there are forest either. I think they're they're like um, like Canada and North America, aren't they? I thought they were no, that sort of uh, climate. So why aren't the chipettes koalas? God damn it! Because then you've got like you know interspecies fucking later on, and that just doesn't work. Oh yeah, because we draw the line there in this fucking show. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, I, I don't know is the answer. Um, well, I although... find out. Um... Yeah, it it does make me laugh that um, they're described on on the wiki page as the chipmunks' female counterparts and on and off girlfriends, because that's the important bit. I mean, they are they do have a kind of on off relationship, especially Alvin and Brittany. Yeah, those two clearly fucking clearly. Um, Or well, at least they will when they're older because they're children, and that's wrong. Um, Okay, so chipmunks uh, are adaptable animals. Okay. And found on every continent except oh, yeah. except Antarctica and fucking Australia. <laughs> well, yes, which is fucking hot from down there, isn't it? Yeah. Because unless you had like, no, an evolved version which was just bald, because fuck me, that, that amount of fur on a creature down there, it'd be fucking, fucking hard work. So, how the fuck did the chipettes get to Australia and then get back from Australia to fucking America? And then why? Don't their adopted family in Australia ask questions about why they've suddenly moved in with a fucking random 30-something failed musician? Well, you don't want to draw attention to the black market chipmunk trade, obviously. Clearly not. Um, (laughs) Look, I know it's normally you pulling holes in in the science of a universe in a show, but this is just, this is wrong. This is wrong. This doesn't hang together. Chipmunks don't eat it. So unless somebody took them over there, in which case they were smuggled, because you can't move live animals over a fucking border either. Well, you, you can, but they've got to go through various processes and shit first. But if they're not, if there's not that species on that, on that fucking land, they're, not gonna let in, are they? in. No. they're alien. Yeah. It's the fucking bullfrog thing in Australia, isn't it? Yeah. They literally are alien chipmunks. See, I told you. 
Yeah, you called it. Yeah, told you. Um, it, that's just all kinds of wrong. Why? I mean, why have they, Why couldn't they be from England? Are they chipmunks know, in England? They must be because they said every continent. Every, except yeah, I'd, I'd imagine so. Maybe the makers are still bitter over the Civil War. Yeah. Or the I Revolution. Mean, Who knows? Okay, well, have them from Mexico. How is that? Let's have Mexican chipmunks. <laughs> that brings all sorts of problems. Well, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. It does bring all sorts of problems. Okay, forget I said anything. Australia is safe. Australia is fine. Australia is that generic safe country, isn't it? In yeah, yeah. Like, if, if you need to, like, pigeonhole somebody and not offend anyone, you just go, ah, oh, it's fine, they're Australians. Because everybody yeah. loves the Aussies, so you can just well, do it. Well, that's it. And, and the general perception is that the Aussies won't give a fuck because they'll think, well, if that's the biggest thing we ought to complain about, then fuck it. Well, we're doing all right. Yeah, it's just it, it, that is the go-to. Like, ah, oh, it's fine. Make them Australian. Nobody will complain. Yeah, don't get me wrong. From the two years I spent there, Australians are, some Australians are easily offended, but then others aren't. So fuck it. But one, the one thing I did like over there is they use a cunt like a comma, so I, I fit right in. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's about the twentieth on this episode. Of <laughs> Sorry, maybe we'll bleep somehow. Uh, no, we won't, because that's yeah. work. And fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I said maybe. Uh, yeah, no, it's not happening. I can tell you now it's not happening, listeners, which you've probably already worked out if you haven't turned <laughs> off already. Um, okay, where the fuck were we? This is all over the shop tonight. We haven't I been this know. all over the shop on an SMPD for a long time. Honestly, we're away for like a month. Four weeks, yeah. Yeah, and we're all over the fucking shop. Um, Cabin fever. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, fuck, I don't know what I was talking about. I've got, oh, the voices. Voices. Yeah, yeah a million years ago. Yeah, a million fucking years ago. Um, so they, yeah, I, I just think that that needs noting. As I say, the, right back at the start, I said I was impressed with the writing. The voice performances, I think, are fantastic. The animation is serviceable. Um, yeah. The, I mean, we got to talk about it because we talk about it on every show. The theme song, as you would expect, is oh, fucking fuck strong. I mean, to be fair, on, on a show about musical chipmunks, you'd expect the theme tune to be pretty fucking good. And yeah, I mean, I, I quite regularly find myself humming this for no fucking reason yeah i still know the words um <laughs> not really ashamed of it either i i know most of them i can't remember all of them but uh i mean we opened the show with them so well yeah you know, that, that's like this drops, i'll listen to it twice and i'll, uh, I'll remember it but uh... yeah I, I you know i think in the inevitable theme tune showdown which we keep teasing and never do um yeah. Well, Christmas yeah. is coming. Maybe we'll do it then. Yeah, I mean, this isn't, you know, it's not the best theme tune ever, but it's a fucking, it's a strong one. Yeah, it's 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 a good, it's a good, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a good 38 seconds or whatever the fuck it is. No, it's, and it's uh, educational. It teaches you how to spell the word chipmunk. Yes, it does. C, P, F, no, fuck it. <laughs> I can't spell you. C-U-N-T. There you go. That's it, yeah. That's yeah. how you spell Alvin. That's how you spell Alvin, yeah. C-H-I-P-M-U-N-K. Yes. But you know, as long as you get the inflection on the right, the right uh, letters, you get the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, also, I know he's a cunt, but why is Alvin the only one that needs to have his initial on his fucking t-shirt? So you don't call him cunt. You remember he's actually got a name. I mean, what? Like they're easy why, to why tell him apart. Why is he also the one with a hat? Oh yeah. No, no. no Theodore's we... got a hat, hasn't he? No. No, he hasn't. He's got a tuft of hair, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Al- Alvin's got a hat. Simon's got glasses because he wanks too much and he's fucked his eyesight. And Theodore just fell <laughs> a fucking tuft. So it tuft was of him making the noises. It in the was course indeed, but he, he couldn't. He couldn't admit it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I was just about to say as well. Like it's easy enough to tell them all apart because Alvin is the fucking the leader, and he's actually a slightly darker colour as well. Plus, he's dressed in red. So yeah. that's easy enough. And he has his initial on his fucking shirt, as you said. Well, yeah, but, but this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't see the need for that because then. You know, Simon... But he's that much of a douche monkey, he would want it. He would want people to, you know, to automatically think of him. Well, that's where I'm going with it, yeah. He, who the fuck does he think he is? Like, what, is he Captain fucking America now all of a sudden? Well, like, Captain fucking Alvin, obviously. Well, clearly. But nobody else wears a fucking giant... Like, the others don't have a T and a fucking S on their shirt. No. Is there anything offensive you could spell? No, there's not even anything offensive you could spell with that that they could... No. You know, if... If they could have spelled out a fucking swear word or something, you'd understand it, because then if you arrange them in the wrong order in a scene, you're in all sorts of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Or you get some smart ass with Photoshop in you know, 30 years' time. Yeah, but that's just not the case. It's just that Alvin has to have a giant fucking A on yeah. his fucking moo-moo, and yeah. nobody else does. Well, yeah. I, I hadn't even thought of that, but yeah, you're right. 
And I, when they change into other outfits, which they do regularly, like, it doesn't transfer with him. Like, if they're in a tux, he doesn't have a giant A on his tux. No, but he's probably wearing his Arvin underwear. So, surely, the others must have felt left out from, like, day fucking one. When Dave comes home with these clothes, and well, he's no, like, they, oh, you're This is what they there. had in the box. When they, when they were dropped off by the mother, they were a miniature version of these and fucking well, nappies. They were already dressed in these. Yeah. And then well, she wasn't big, that fucking poor then, was she? She can afford fucking moo-moos and hats and glasses, for fuck's sake. No, no, the glasses came later. He didn't have glasses. He, he, he oh, because he wasn't wearing them when he was a baby. He fell into the glasses when they were trashing the fucking house or apartment or wherever it was before the landlord threatened to kill them. He fell into the glasses and all of a sudden could see where he was going and didn't fall over anymore. Oh, okay. Which, I'm not being funny, I've worn glasses for 36 years. I fucking fall over all the time. Yeah, I'm not sure that's how... Eye tests work either. No, just fall into a random pair of glasses and all of a sudden you're fucking cured. And all of a sudden they just miraculously happen to fit his prescription. Yeah, um, and his head. Yeah, there you go. That's cartoons, folks. Oh, fucking hell. Um, and look, we can pull it apart all fucking day. There is a lot. There is a lot. Like I said, this is a fucking weird show. There is a there is a lot in here. I, I um, haven't remembered how fucking bizarre this show was. I've got to be honest. There's a lot. There is a lot you can pull out, but it is enjoyable, is the thing. Yes, uh, it is. Yeah, very much. I, I, the weirdest thing for me, I just can't get away from the image of them in school. It really that fucked me up because the the human kids aren't particularly cartoony. Like they're fairly well drawn, and they go yeah. to great lengths to show all races as well. Yeah. Um. So it, I don't know. It just seemed weird to, to all of a sudden amongst this group of really well-observed sort of human beings of all different races and cultures and everything, you plonk six fucking chipmunks. Yeah. Three of whom are dressed like hookers and one of whom has a giant fucking A emblazoned across his fucking muumuu that he's wearing and he's not even a fat man. Well, maybe it's the the, uh, opposite of the scarlet letter. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's the yellow letter. What the fuck is under his hat? I don't know. What's he fucking hiding? Snacks. Oh, that would be too fucking easy. That would be the that would be the Theodore get, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just, he was the fat one. Yeah, this is true. And he's not even that pictures fat himself, Probably pictures of himself in a mirror, so you can you know you can uh, see himself while he's wanking. Yeah, he's a creepy little dude. Certainly is. Wow, this episode took a real fucking turn. Oh, it was always going to. Like I said, this show fucking weird. However, bringing it all back around. <laughs> um, I was not in the mood to watch this at all. I've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it yeah. off just because I was expecting it to be, you know, 10 oh, minutes stupid. of just stupid bullshit for kids. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what the film left me with. Yes. Um, even though I remember liking it a lot as a kid, I was expecting it to just be 10 minutes of stupid bullshit. Um, I'm very surprised that it's not. I'm very surprised how clever it is. I'm yeah. very surprised about at how well executed it is on every level, especially when it doesn't need to be, um, because it could easily just cash in on the on the records and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm very fucking surprised that they managed to keep it going for as long as they did, that it went through different production houses and everything as well. Just to mm. say, I didn't even realise that was the same run. Um, so all in all, this show has really fucking surprised me. I was I was expecting to just come on here tonight and just rant and rave for an hour really um as opposed to just, swearing a lot uh yeah because that's that's kind of where i am at the moment anyway but it's fucking great i mean i said earlier on turns out it was just kind of what i was after i mean it's not fucking life-changing or anything like that but 10 minutes of watching this is way better than for instance if we were doing the raccoons right now i think oh, i'd have opened up. a fucking vein um <laughs> but yeah I'd, I'd have been drinking the bleach by now yeah um, but this just washed over me is absolutely fine um i i won't go looking for more alvin the chipmunks but you know because we watch so many of these things and because we get clips on youtube and stuff as well we always advocate paying as i've said um but we do end up getting recommendations as well and if this pops up on a playlist uh, you know it's only 10 minutes i'll fucking i'll let it run through i'll watch another one maybe i'll seek out that cat episode as well i was gonna say seek out cookie chomper the cookie chomper the third give it a look like the only worry is when these things pop up like it just does sound like you're watching porn like yeah those episode titles all sound like fucking porn films especially the blowjob like how the fuck did that get past a network executive like at at any given point 
Like I know it's the eighties, but come on. I have no idea. Maybe there's some coke involved. Uh, maybe, maybe. Maybe but, there's a lot of coke involved. Yeah, but all in all, I've really fucking enjoyed this. Um, yeah, I, I, I can recommend it, which I wasn't expecting. I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, I so I, I've watched bits of them uh, over the last couple of weeks with the kids, and I was like, oh yeah, okay. Well, I knew we were doing this, and I was, I was quite happy with it. And I remember watching this as a as a kid and really enjoying it. Uh, had similar experience with the film. Really didn't come out of it convinced that no, I spent my childhood wisely. Um, but yeah, no, I, I put this on thinking, all right, it'll be okay, and we'll get through it, and then we'll go on to the next one. I can't remember what the next show we're doing is, but you know, we'll find that out later on. Um, but yeah, I'm I've come at, come at it and gone. You know what? There's some there's some depth. To this I mean, there's some fucking filth to it as well. And, you know, it's you could you could make a drinking game out of it, you know, of uh, all the innuendo and all the uh, two and stuff. Um, but yeah, I've come at this going. You know what? If it's on, I'm not turning it off. I'm not going to, as you said, I'm not going to go looking for it. But if it's on, I ain't turning it off. No, definitely not. Um, major issues with the heritage of the chipettes aside. Um, I, I don't have any any major dramas with this at all. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I'll, as I say, I'll carry on watching it if it comes on again. And I would recommend people search it out. I think when we watch these older cartoons, and I say older, like this was like 80s slash 90s but it's older in terms of the franchise and it's certainly older in terms of its style you know this isn't one of those action epics like ulysses or jace where there's a a sort of branching narrative that goes over a whole season and goes on for ages and ages and this isn't something that's just been made to sell toys so it's it's a thriller minute action show like transformers or he-man is you know this is one of these more gentle kind of knockabout bits of fun and when you look back at the shows we do, it tends to be those that tend to win us over the most. You know, I'm thinking of this. I'm thinking of Roger Ramjet when we did that yeah. goof troop, which, as I said at the time, always has a special place in my heart. You know, it's all of those kind of animated sitcommy shows that you'd think would date really easily because, and you know, it's some of the references in this, like you mentioned, the Jane Fonda workout earlier on in, in one of the episodes, yeah. you know, those put it in a time and a place. But because they pitch for the stalls and go with, say, Jane Fonda, like that's something that people still know today. The Jane Fonda workout is still a thing. I don't think yeah. that joke gets lost. No, um, that's right. So I think there's more of an element of timelessness to these um, than, say, you know, you sit kids down with visionaries today. Yeah. And they might love it because it's fucking great, but they don't have the connection straight away to the toys that we would have. So it loses yes. something. Um, and, and these animated sitcom shows don't lose that because they never really had it. This being the exception with the records, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I think so. But uh, yeah, you're right. Um, and I, th- I, mean, I, I can't really recommend it highly enough, just because as I say it's 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 one of those. It doesn't it doesn't date particularly badly. I mean, we talk, when we talked about um, I think we did the Jetsons over on Who Wins, and some of the stuff in there, like the, the things they were trying to you know, trying to make futuristic. You look at them now and go, well, yeah, that didn't fucking happen, or that happened in a very different way. Um, and they they are very much a product of their time. Whereas this, as you say, with the exception of the songs and some of the references, you could no, you could put this on now, and it it would it still translates, it's still funny, and it doesn't really it doesn't suffer for being old. Uh, I mean, uh, Animaniacs was a, another example. Of, some of the references in there were very timely. Lots of Clinton jokes and stuff like that, which you no, know, Clinton hasn't been president for a long fucking time. Um, but you know, so so a lot of those jokes don't land anymore because he's not he's not in the zeitgeist apart from the old didn't swallow and all that sort of stuff. But you know, it's um, I didn't inhale. Um, and so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that which this show would run the risk of if somehow manages to skate around it. And I think that's quite an achievement. Yeah, I think for me, the show that is most similar to that we've looked at and we've only looked at it briefly, as in a single episode, it reminded me of peanuts very much again i think that's a flattering comparison but it has that certainly with it with the way i said about the writing and the the 10 minutes that they had or 12 minutes whatever they had and need to tell that story it has that kind of comic strip approach yeah where it's whip smart and it moves from one gag to the next very very quickly and just gets the story over and done with and keeps it sparse um, and Peanuts did a very similar thing, albeit then when Peanuts started to get sort of 25, 30 minutes to play with, then it would find its like real strength on TV and we'd get really into the characters and we'd get yeah. these whole diatribes from Charlie Brown and stuff. But 
you know, let us not forget that peanuts can actually tell a story in a handful of panels. Yeah. And this feels like that as well. You know, these stories you could easily tell in a handful of panels um, and the jokes would land. So I think that's one of the highest compliments I can pay to it is that for a for a knockabout kids show, it is far better written than it needs to be. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, that's Alvin and the Chipmunks for me. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and I'm pleased that I enjoyed it because, as I say, I really had a thing about what, even though I think it was me that put it on the list, but obviously at the time I was thinking, oh, yeah, it'd be cool to go back and watch that. I yeah. was just not in a place for this at all. Um, and it no. turns out it's actually really good. So, no, I mean, given, you know, given the month or so that you know, this has happened, I, I wasn't expecting anything remotely positive to come out of this, I've got to be honest. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm the same and would love to hear what people think. I mean, this is this, this thing's been around forever and everybody will have a version of Alvin or a memory of Alvin that, you know, that, that sort of sticks with them. every single one of them will be a cunt. Absolutely, yeah. Um, the memories of Alvin, not the people. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just clarify, clarify that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to know what people think. Um, just you know, for us, this was a good time, but you know, people may not have enjoyed it. People might have gone back to you know what the fuck are these two idiots talking about? Um, in my case, I haven't been drinking for about a week, so that's probably why my opinion is going slightly skewed. Um, in my case, I haven't been sober for about a month. So, <laughs> yes, maybe maybe good that's mix. it. Maybe we're uh, maybe we're struggling a bit from uh, withdrawal, me to sobriety, and you to not. Um, but yeah, get in touch as always um, on Twitter at SMPDPod. Um, Again, tell us what you think. Recommend some shows you think we might like. We've had a couple of recommendations uh, from a, a new listener in the last week or so, uh, which we're going to explore uh, shortly. Um, but yeah, get in touch on Twitter, uh, on Facebook with the Rubberland Podcast Network. Uh, you can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can pick up all of our back catalogue for, for this show, uh, all of our other shows as well. Uh, wherever you get your podcast from, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Blueberry, TuneIn, wherever the fuck else I've put us. Um, yeah, leave us a review, um, leave us a like, leave us a comment, and we'll uh, we'll we'll reach out and get back to you if we can. Uh, but yeah, until next time. See you later.